Take a crit. It's naughty, it's nasty, it is not for kids. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. And welcome back to the annual Blursty Christmas Ping Pongathon, brought to you by Blursty. Salt and slime will quench your thirst every time. I'm Min Max Michael. And I'm Bobby Big Crits. And as always, we are legally obligated to tell you that Blursty cannot possibly quench your thirst and actively dehydrates the body. <laughs> so true. Well, Min Max, we've got a big night ahead of us. Many, many challengers for our boy Chris. It's going to be an all-nighter for us. It's going to be a long night for sure, Bobby, but just like last year, I don't think anyone has got what it takes to take down Chris. That's right, a long night of Chris wins this Christmas. <laughs> so, it looks like we've got our first challengers coming up to the stage. How would you describe this pair? Well, Bobby, they've got a lot of heart, but very short arms. I don't know how this is going to go. Oh, but this one's just turned himself into an eight-legged freak. That's got to help. No offense to all the eight-legged people of Pathernica. Well, since we pretty much know how this is going to go, I'll go ahead and take this opportunity to ask you, how's your year been, Min Max? I feel like we never talk. Oh, Bobby, you're right. We don't because we hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been all right up until this point. How about yourself? It's been pretty good. Your ex-wife and I have been getting along nicely. Oh, not as nice and, as me and your ex-wife, Bobby. <laughs> oh, that's the root of our disagreement. Oh, and it looks like the first pair have already lost their match. Oh, that was quick. Yep, sure enough. But it's much to be expected. We probably got another couple dozen Chris wins ahead of us before Chris comes back to us next year. You're absolutely right, Bobby. We should just sit back, relax, and not talk, a, not talk at all. <laughs> <laughs> Of course we are on the air right now. It looks like we've got three more coming up to the stage to challenge Chris, a threesome. Speaking of threesomes, Bobby, do you remember that time I snuck into your house and fucked your wife in your bed while you were asleep? <laughs> I don't think that counts as a threesome, Min Max. Well, it happened anyway. Oh, and uh, I'm still talking to my therapist about that. Quite a time. Well, oh. This seems a little wild. It looks like they got the first point. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Unheard of at the Christmas ping pongathon. Total fluke. Let's not even look at the stage. Doesn't matter. Because as we know, Chris will decimate any challenger that dares to step foot on this stage. He always has, Min Max, for 300 years. And he always... Oh, they, they just scored another point. All right. Well... Something's wrong. I think the ref this year's drunk. <laughs> I think he's serving the ball. <laughs> It does appear that the ref is serving the ball. While this is not conventional, uh, Christmas ping-pong-a-thon really has no rules. That's true, except for if you're Chris, in which case you gotta play it straight. Speaking of no rules, me and your ex-wife have been fucking all over the house that she got in the divorce. It is big and nice, and now sticky. Well, I hope you enjoy that sticky crown molding that I paid for. <laughs> Oh, why has the crowd gotten so loud all of a sudden? Honestly, Bobby, I have no idea. I haven't been paying attention, but it looks like the ref is handing the trophy to the challengers. Are you drunk? Am I drunk? Well, maybe ask your ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> Min Max, I'm afraid we're about to be out of a job. It looks like Chris is disappearing on the stage before our very eyes. Well, Big Crits, I couldn't be happier to tell you the truth. I can't wait to go home and make love to your ex-wife. 
It is better when you're calling it making love. You've come a long way since the last three Christmases where you just referred to it as smashing. Well, Bobby, to be honest, stuff does get broken. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Min-Max... Looks like Christmas is over forever and Chris is staying in hell where he belongs. That's right, Bobby. From now on, it's Woodymus. Thanks again for tuning in to the Patherntican. I don't remember what I called it. It's right there on the teleprompter, Min Max. It is right there. <laughs> Bobby, you know I can't read. <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in to the annual Blursty Christmas Ping Pongathon. And as always, Drink all the blursty you can, and legally we have to tell you only one half of a bottle is safe before a trip to the hospital. But what a trip it'll be. See you next year, folks. Or never. <laughs> Fuck you, man, Max. Fuck you, Bobby. Tell Patty I said hi. Give Candace my regards. <laughs> Arrested Plot Development. It's time to take a crit. Welcome to Take a Crit, the real play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast, the passion project of five childhood pals and playing this game for countless hours over the past two decades. I'm Joey Swanson, I play Garrett Sunderwood, more on him later. We start out each of these episodes with a question to the adventurers from our dungeon master. So Leo, what dirt are you trying to get up on all these characters with your question this time? I can't possibly think of anything that we haven't already heard, but uh, you know, just for the fun of it, today's question is, have you ever been arrested? You mean besides by my mom? Y- yeah, we'll say besides by Gotcha's mom. First up. The only thing he loves more than slime is crime. It's Scotch Hops. Hey, everybody. I'm Austin Petrie. I play Scotch Hops, the grung sorcerer bard. I don't think Scotch Hops loves crime. I think he just kind of blindly commits crimes. Like (laughs) in the Springtail Forest, there's not like a whole lot of law. Like it's not something he was ever taught. So I don't know. I don't know if you can put all the blame on him. That's true. He's not doing crimes for the hell of it. He just loves to do certain things. And some of those happen to be crimes. Right. Depending on where he is. Like if he sees a tasty snack in a concession stand somewhere, he's going to go and grab that and eat it. Because that's what you do with snacks. That's what snacks are for. That's what you do with snacks. Has Scotch Hops ever been arrested? No. He didn't even get arrested in the Portobello Kingdom because he's fucking sly. That's true. But he's he's probably come pretty close. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. What's the closest he's come? Closest he's come, probably on his initial trip to Patherntica. He uh, stopped in a small town to, you know, stay the night. And he just kind of climbed in the window of the inn and went and laid there and took a nap and then took all the food. And that's where he got his crossbow and <laughs> his dagger. They were just kind of laying around. And he was like, oh, sweet, and grabbed those and went on his merry way. Okay. <laughs> so that could have gone real bad real quick. Yeah. 
The first thing Scotch did after he left his home was just rob the shit out of an inn. Right. <laughs> Love it. Next up, her activities might be criminal, but her messages are often subliminal. It's Scotch Portobello. Hi, everyone. I'm Mary Jane Hortzog. I play the illustrious Scotch Portobello, half-elf, rogue, and warlock. And uh, yeah, she's been arrested multiple times, usually just talks her way out of it or, you know pays her way out of it or just connections her way out of it whatever fucking rich people <laughs> you, yeah it usually happens within her kingdom uh but the most notable time was when she got busted for her aunt's grow room uh that oh, she had no. taken over <laughs> which was outside the portobello kingdom and was was a little bit stickier of a situation to get out of yeah, that, that kind of makes that not quite as good of a gift if it's like here's my grow room that they're fucking honing in on they're gonna find <laughs> this shit it's all yours now i am not involved anymore <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep gotcha hasn't thought about that yet and she's probably going to try not to. <laughs> his arms are strong and his spells are hot, but he doesn't know not to buy drugs from cops. It's Will Willie Willis. <laughs> That's true. Hey, everyone. My name is Salem Martin. I play Will Willie Willis. Locks on Cleric of the Great Garbage Forge. Big bumbling elephant just trying to stay relevant. <laughs> Smoking locks of plastic because it makes him feel fantastic. When Willie was, you know, probably a youngish teenager, he just went out in the woods to, you know, just go walk around, see if he can find anything to get into, some frogs to get high off of. Sorry, Scotch, I definitely forgot about, you know. Disgusting. He stumbled across basically like a small battalion of soldiers who were, you know, had stopped to camp at the night before continuing. And he was like, oh shit, there's just like wagons full of fucking swords and armor and shit. <laughs> and, you know, he just hopped up on that shit and was like, yeah, fuck it. He didn't know who they were or whatever. And uh, he got like 20 feet. <laughs> Clean clanging down the road with all this fucking metal. And, I mean, he didn't get to a road. He started going down that little path. Like he didn't realize that somebody was laying down on like the step board <laughs> on the back of the wagon asleep and they just rolled the fuck off. I mean, it was just so much noise. There's a fucking cart leaving and there's guards and shit. They're not not just leaving their like 200 dude plus situation it was instantly spell city just stopped him in his tracks right there but then as soon as they realized they were like wait this little fucking elephant dude smells like garbage do you remember when we dropped garbage off and it, there was that famous fucking dwarf gus the greater over there Maybe let's just be like, go home, kid, and he doesn't murder us all. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, this is Gus the Grater's nephew, dude. Oh, God, we got to take yeah, him Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Next up, he's got a brand new collar that makes all the ladies holler. <laughs> it's Garrett Sunderwood. Yeah, he's looking hot. He's looking fresh. He's Garrett Sunderwood, Gnome Druid. I'm Joey BT Dubs. So has Garrett ever been arrested? Uh, when he first got to the city, um, he was looking for a little bit of companionship. He got on one of those message boards, um, looking for people that were into the same things as him. He found a person to ride around on his back, but in a sexual way. Okay. <laughs> you know, because he's into that kind of play, we've established. Okay. Uh, of course, he couldn't wild shape at that point, so it was just him on his hands and knees, riding around with a bully wig on his back. And, you know, they were both clothed, and it was in public, but they are had all their clothes on, but one of the guards saw them and knew that they were, you know, horny about it a little bit. I mean, that bully look had a butt plug in, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was uh, charged with public indecency. They weren't cursing. They were fully clothed, but they they were... Um they're a little horny about it. Now, real quick, Joey, when you say that Garrett got on one of those message boards, do you mean that he went down to the big 
like quest board in town and stood on top of it, just kind of yeah. like just bugging people. Like, hey, you want anybody want to ride? I was imagining he would pop a letter on there, but I mean, could be. <laughs> I started boofing my progesterone, so I'm pretty sure I'm about to get real big crits. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Last time on Take a Crit. Our heroes attended the funeral of Don Scamarelli. We were so sad. After which, they were to meet Woody Portobello for the Christmas festival in the Arts District. After a bit of shopping, they met up with Woody and exchanged gifts. Everyone, of course, was so happy to see Woody. He had quite a sack of gifts. In addition, Woody had some information for our heroes. He wasn't sure on all the details, but he told our heroes of a conversation he overheard between Queen Portobello and Rasputin, in which they discussed not killing somebody and waiting to go through with things until after the announcement. I think they're talking about Jeeves as far as the person to kill and waiting might be the ritual? I don't know. Woody gave everyone a hug goodbye, told them to stay safe, and returned to his family. Later on in the night, as the Christmas festival got underway, the clerics of the city came together to bring back Chris, the legendary ping pong champion of Pathurntica, as they do every year on Christmas, so that he may take on all challengers and continue his 300 year streak. Scotch and Garrett were the first duo to challenge Chris, and though they put up a valiant effort, Ultimately, they were defeated. We ate fucking shit. He was rigged. The next challengers were Woody, Gotcha, and Willie, who, with the help of gummy balls, a little bit of quick thinking, and of course, Scotch Hops, were able to defeat Chris, and Woody Portobello was declared the new champion of Pink Bomb. It's called woody Miss now. It is. After Woody's victory, There was much celebration and quite a bit of drinking, which was interrupted by the Queen of Pathurntica flying in and delivering her announcement. The Queen announced her plans to bewed Duke Gaspucci, otherwise known as Rasputin. That fucking asshole. Not fair. And that the wedding would take place at the start of the new year. Naturally, our heroes were quite distressed at this news, and Willie must have wanted just a little something to take the edge off. He's a cop. He's a fucking cop. I told him he was a cop. Unfortunately, Willie did attempt to procure drugs from a guard, and the group was promptly surrounded as Uncle Jibby dragged Woody away to answer for his stretchiness and <laughs> antics. You know, fucking teenagers and their stretchy antics these days. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure he's in his 20s. Uh, it's not much of a difference to gotcha. <laughs> All right, Mr. Guard, um, so, you know, I know that um, you're a guard, so I've, you know, double jeopardy, I'm free, right? Well, see, I know that you know that I'm a guard, but I also know that he knows you, and you know him, and you know that I know that he knows you and you know him, and that means that I know that you're going to jail. Wait, do I know you? Uh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> We're just taking ev- all used to jail. <laughs> yeah. Even this guy? And I, like... Nudge uh, the fucking half-orc standing next to me. It is also <laughs> illegal to stand next to somebody buying drugs if we say it is. I'm sorry, dude. I didn't mean to get you wrapped up in this. Well, what about all those people standing over there? 
And just just point to the closest group. Um, They're like pretty close. I know that kid from summer camp. Well, now it just seems like you're trying to rope people into this. Like you, you don't usually <laughs> just be like, oh, hey, he, he was trying to buy drugs too. Like if he got away with it, you just let him go. So no, I don't buy a fucking word you're saying. Hey, uh, you, you know Gus? Um, Gus the Greater? Uh, yeah, either one. Yeah, that, that old hero that used to kick around here. Yeah, what we have... Yeah, I haven't heard of him in a while. What, is he doing something? Maybe killing you unless you let us go. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a. It sounds like a pretty big maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe maybe fucking Paylor will come in and uh, kick my ass too. Come on, get your head. Come on. I also think threatening the cops might be another crime. It is. You're you're correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so charge me, asshole. This one guard that's standing in the middle uh, calls out to all the other ones. Uh, he said to charge him, guys. So uh, bring it on in. <laughs> <laughs> and all the guards swarm in. Do you plan to draw weapons, or are you going to let him arrest you? Look, guys, these are just regular normal guards. They're not evil aligned or anything. They're just people trying to do their jobs. Look, I, I don't see much of a point in, like, trying to cause bodily harm to them. Garrett, you're right. I respect that. But the thing is, and then I slap my Omnitrix and turn into Tiny Gus and try to scurry away into the crowd. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. Okay, give me a stealth check. Okay. <laughs> I knew that was going to bite me in the ass. How big is he? He could fit inside a snow globe, so he's... Oh, my God. <laughs> he's very small. <laughs> he's bigger than a Lego man, smaller than a G.I. Joe. So you really got to cover a lot of ground pretty fast. <laughs> Leo, I got a 24 on my stealth check. That's Beautiful. Nice. Holy shit. Okay, so yeah, you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're moving very slowly along the ground. So, like, there is a little bit where, like, there's just guards diving after you, like people trying to catch a mouse, but you're just dodging them and you just get into the crowd. God damn. All right, Scotch is fucking gone. Garrett's like, all right, well, I guess the name of the game is Cheese It. And then he turns into a little street rat. And tries to scurry away also. All right. Give me a stealth check. Willie and I are just going to be stuck here like... Nat 20. Oh, oh shit. So Garrett scurries away. <laughs> and me and Gotcha oh. just literally look at each other like, fuck our friends. Oh, my God. Well, when Willie gives Gotcha the look of, wow, fuck our friends. Like, they just fucking ditched us, I guess. You just proceed to ditch Willie. That would be great. God, Please God. do that. Please, goddamn, do that. Gotcha's gonna try and kind of uh, do a little acrobatics thing where she climbs up Willie's back for a second and jumps off of him into the crowd. And if I need to do my 30 second argument for why I should be able to do this, I will. But I wanna jump into the crowd and as soon as like I break any amount of line of sight, cast Disguise Self. Um, so you, yeah, you that you would be casting an extra spell. All right, it would so need hold acrobatics, up, my timer. Shut up, shut your mouth. <laughs> All right, three. Two, one. All right. So, Leo, I want to do a matrix run up Willie's back and kind of flip backwards into the crowd. And as soon as I break line of sight, uh, use disguise self. And I think I should be able to do this because Gotcha is a pro well pro acrobatics expert and uh, just really fucking stealthy and can do these kind of flips. Has been doing these kind of flips. Uh, been practicing all this kind of shit. 
that was a bad argument. Yeah, you should have just argued that it would have been hilarious to fuck Willie over like that. Well, yeah, that too. That's the, that's the big that's one. That's the main argument. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to accept that argument, Jane. So God damn it. Going to have to roll on the rebuttal table. <laughs> pull it up. Hold on. All right. You're not going to like this one. This is one of the real bad ones I put in. Oh, no. So in the future, when making these arguments... If you use the word like, oh, it will be an automatic failure. Ooh. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, this just got a lot harder. Jane's fucked. I say that all the fucking time. Yeah. I'm not going to let you try to cast disguise self when you get into the crowd. I will let you try to do a flip into the crowd, though. Okay. Give me that acrobatics check. That's a 19. You do a pretty good job. You, you do a pretty nice flip off of him. This was a very difficult thing to do. So your form's great. It looks beautiful, but you don't go quite as far as you were expecting, I think. And you just land right into the arms of a guard. <laughs> She's just going to look up at him with all of a sudden doe eyes. Just be like, hi, daddy. Uh-oh. <laughs> the guard looks down at you, seems to just like pause for a second with a little bit of bewilderment in his eyes and then says... Stop in the name of the law. I did get a 27 if that counts for anything. He pauses longer than he should have before yelling that. <laughs> yes. I respond, stop in the name of love. No, pay with your blood. I, uh. <laughs> I mean, if you've got a blood kink, we can talk about that later. You say blood kink and he throws up like, over, <laughs> over your shoulder and he goes, oh, no, no, no. you're under arrest. You're under arrest. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got I got a blood thing. I don't, uh-uh. And it's not a kink. <laughs> oh, God. So, wait, they're, they're all on ground level, right? They are all on ground level. I want to cast Ring of Fire. Just slam my fist into the ground, make a nice little pose. So you just make a wall of fire around you? Yeah. Okay. After casting the wall of fire, can I actually do something with an item interaction to see if something works? I just want to try the chocolate, or not the chocolate bars, the fun size candy bars. I got four of them. Oh, fun size. Yeah. Yeah. I want to try dropping two to see what happens. I'm hoping for two lows, which will make me tiny. Yes. What am I supposed to roll? A percentage? Yes. I got a 42 and a nine. So you, yes, in fact, do shrink down twice. Okay. What size does that make me? Uh, You're about a foot and a half tall. <laughs> Can I shove down a third? <laughs> you said two, and that was your item interaction. Shit. All right. Ten guards stay and sort of swarm gotcha. Quickly, you are just surrounded by blades at various vital organs. Fun. Just ready to stab you every which way. The remaining 20 guards jump through the wall of fire, so they'll take the damage. 33 damage. Oh. All right, 33 damage. So none of the guards go down. Uh, really? Uh, they get through, and then they just see... <laughs> just Tiny Willy. Just Tiny Willy. <laughs> And one of the guards is running in just to fucking punt your ass like a field goal kick. <laughs> and then another guard yells, wait. And he just walks up and picks you up. By the scruff of your chain shirt. Yeah. And then he pulls out little teeny tiny handcuffs. <laughs> For babies. And he puts them on you. Oh, man. He has to shake off the pixie dust from the last person he hooked up like this. <laughs> he like gives the guard an angry look and he carries you like a baby back out of the fire. He like shields you as he comes through and then he gets <laughs> on the other side of the fire. He pulls out a knife and he puts it to your throat and he yells out, 
All right, both of yous get back here, or the elephant and the elf die. We don't even hear it. We're halfway across the fucking city by now. Oh, they're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. No, Garrett, as a rat, has keen smell, so he smelled exactly what they said. Um, (laughs) Just smelled their breath on the air, and it's like, oh. He puts his little forepaw on Scotch's shoulder and is like, we know what we have to do. But it sounds like, wee, 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 wee. Exactly. <sighs> yeah, I guess you're right. Garrett turns back into himself, and then he casts Conjure Animals, brings out just like a big, big, big bullfrog. There you go. <laughs> That's fucking it. And walks back to the guards and is like, all right, you got us. You walk up, and the guards are like, I'm pretty sure he was a little bit bigger, but... Uh, well, his spell wore off. He's back to his normal form. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, three out of four. That's pretty good. <laughs> what are you talking about? Shut up. Okay, whatever. <laughs> the guards fully restrain you, hands and feet, and some strange-looking handcuffs. You can just sort of feel it in your bones that you can't cast spells. I don't want to take my manacles off, but can I make a sleight of hand check to see if I could, like, relatively easily? Sure. That is uh, 23. All right. You do it too well, and they do slip off, and they turn around. They're like, what the fuck? And then they put him back on (laughs) you and make him super tight. God damn it. These guards start leading you down the street. They're talking about just sort of booking you for the drug thing. And then a bird comes down and delivers a message to the leading guard. New orders, boys. Follow me. He starts leading you down a different road, and after a while, goes down an alley. At the end of the alley, you see the robed gentleman that you met before at Biscuit Town, the one who transported you to the academic district. Hey, stranger. The lead guard meets him and says, Hey there, uh, got some orders from the Duke. Uh, we're supposed to meet you? Uh, yeah, right through here. The man makes a portal, and the guards shove you through. I, I've been invisible and tailing this whole time. I guess I'll jump through too. All right. <laughs> Give me an acrobatics check to see if you don't get sliced in half as this portal closes. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Hell Jesus yeah. Christ. This is that fucking shit I fucking live for. Oh. Life or death right here. High stakes. 24, Leo. Okay, so even with a 24, like, it just barely closes, like, right behind your toes. (laughs) God damn. You felt it take that callus off. (laughs) On the other side of the portal, you find yourself in a dank cell. Nice. Who's been smoking in here? (laughs) (laughs) It's the only one in this underground room. That reeks of weed. And it's at the bottom (laughs) of a long staircase. At the top of this staircase, you can see there is a door, and beside it, a large chest. A moment after you arrive, another portal opens, and a much scarier-looking guard comes through. His eyes are glowing red, and he's wearing some kind of strange armor. And he just goes around and takes all of your equipment, takes all your weapons, all your magic items, everything. Can I make a sleight of hand check to at least, like, hide a dagger? Yeah, give me a sleight of hand check. It's a 25. All right. Found my boot. After he's done collecting all of your equipment, he sort of walks towards the prison bars, which you're now noticing have no door. And a portal appears right in front of him, and he passes through it and ends up on the other side of the prison bars. He walks up the stairs and puts all of your items in the large chest by the door. He then walks out the door. Well, that guy was definitely Nasty Kyle. At least several of them were. Willie, I need a Nasty Kyle check. Did you see him? No, didn't see him at all. Okay. Well, um, so there's no spells while we're in these handcuffs. Can anyone get the handcuffs off? Mine are really tight, but I could maybe get y'all's. Huh. From a seemingly empty corner of the room, the invisible scotch starts chanting, Prison break. Prison <laughs> break. 
prison break. And then he ends the spell, uses his watch to turn into Tiny Gus, slips through the bars, and uses his switchblade to pop Willie out of the cell. He walks back out of the bars after he's in the bars and does the same thing for Garrett and the same thing for Gotcha. God. And then you go join them? Yeah, and then I join them. As soon as you join them and you're all together in a group, a portal appears below you and you fall back into the cell. Fuck. <laughs> So during any part of that, did the manacles leave my wrist? Yeah, I'll, I'll unbind everybody. A portal appears again, and the same strange-looking guard comes through. He puts his hand on his hip and holds out his hand, looking at you like, come on, give it to me. Hand it over. Here's the thing, bud. I would love to hand this over to you, and that would be really cool, and I'm sure that would be better for us in the long run, but Omnitrix into little Gus and try to scurry in a rat hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> You successfully scurry into a rat hole, and then he makes a little portal over it and then leaves. So you are now trapped in a tiny rat hole that doesn't go anywhere with a portal at the end of it. Oh, so he just like put a portal over like the entrance into the rat hole, so it's just like a <laughs> small hole in the wall that I'm trapped in? Well, yeah, you you don't know where this portal goes, you can see. I fucking hate portal guy. I think it goes Nasty Kyle, portal guy, Kevin, Rasputin's in there. <laughs> I want to slink through the bars or try to with an acrobatics check and hold on to the bars and jump to stuff in the room as if the floor is lava to try and avoid these portals. All right. It's going to be a pretty tough acrobatics check to get through these bars. Let's see what I can do. 19. Yeah, you can't quite get it. And you are now just stuck halfway in the bars. (laughs) Shouldn't have boofed my progesterone. My tits are too big for this now. (laughs) So I'm still small and I would need to be how little to get through the bars? I forgot that you, yeah, you're only foot and a half. You're like little uh, Build-A-Bear, Willie. So <laughs> yeah, you, you might be able to fit through the bars with a, uh, okay. a good acrobatics check. As you're all trying to figure out a way out of this little portal cell, none other than Rasputin walks right through the door at the top of the stairs. Boo! Boo! Go eat shit. We don't even want to hear what you have to say. Just leave. He starts walking down. He's doing a smug-ass, sarcastic slow clap. Can I make an acrobatics check to get myself unstuck <laughs> as he walks down? Yeah, but you're going to just like move around real embarrassing if you fail. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, go for it. Okay, 26. All right, yeah, that's enough to get yourself unstuck, but it doesn't look pretty. <laughs> now, Leo, can I see Rasputin from where I'm at? No. You're just looking straight at Portal. Tiny Gus perspective, it's like you're in a big cave and there's just a huge portal at the end of it. And it's <laughs> roaring and fucking... Like, I, I've, I've, I've fucked myself pretty good here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you go through the portal, you just come back here. Probably. Or somewhere worse. But I, mm. All right, well, Garrett's going to look at Rasputin and he's going to say... Congratulations, you're marrying way out of your league. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. She's not exactly my type. Oh, fuck you, dude. That's a weird thing to say. I'm going to tell her you said that. Listen, I really don't think that you're bad people. Horribly misguided, completely confused, little deranged, but (laughs) not bad people. Misguided, deranged, sort of sounds like, um, I don't know, taking frog babies and turning them into monsters. That'd be kind of misguided and deranged, don't you think? Yeah, that'd be some wild shit. Maybe like stealing everyone's trash and like fucking going through it for the good (laughs) stuff. 
Those two do not seem comparable. <laughs> I, don't, I think stealing trash is actually not so bad if it's off the streets. Well, no, it wasn't on the streets. It was going through regular waste management. There's nothing regular about our waste management. <laughs> the smug smile sort of drops a little bit from Razpatan's face. We're not going to sympathize, bro. There are many things that I wish didn't have to happen. The things you know about are the least of them, though. Oh, you don't want Jeeves to be the astral child either? You kind of hate him? Rasputin gives kind of a one of, one of those silent chuckles, you know, where no sound comes out. <sighs> you see, this is the problem. When you fuck with things that you don't understand, you just make a big mess of everything. And sometimes you make an ass of yourself. And let's be real here. I know that I'm making an ass of myself, but I don't care. Well, do you, why do you think we don't know that we're making an ass of ourselves or that we don't care? No, no, no. I, I, I know that you know that you're making an ass of yourself. <laughs> what I don't understand is why you would do it for something you don't understand at all. You're trying to save this city. What, you, you're just trying to be big heroes or something? What is it about this place? You don't know anything about this place. I know that... I know the hollow one hangs out here and I like him. And I know that I like the snail district. I know the mayor sucks and <laughs> the new king sucks. It's a duke. He would be a duke. Hey, you want to see me take a duke? Here you go. Is there a toilet in the cell? Jesus, Willie, come on. He deserves it. I mean, I mean, take that, Rasputin. Uh, Rasputin waves his hand and the portal in front of the little mouse hole disappears. I stop shitting. <laughs> and he continues. <laughs> okay, I'm going to walk to the end of the mouse hole. Okay. You can see that he's, like, making eye contact with you. What's your fucking game, man? I'm just trying to put things back how they're supposed to be. That sounds like ultranationalism to me. You want to talk about ultranationalism? Have you seen this fucking city? That's larger than any of the other continents in the world. Pretty big. I mean, yeah, there's probably a whole and lot And you're of... trying to call me a nationalist. Well, yeah, but you're the one, like, with the strong leader fucking be all warlike and set up these, like, massive weapons because everyone else is bad and, like... Yes, because that's what this city is is. Rasputin gets real close. He grabs the bars and he's like smushing his face up to it. <laughs> Do you know what kind of leader these people admire? Oh, what's, what's up with the queen? I mean, I know she probably sucks. Most of the ones I know do. You say the queen sucks and his eyes just widen. He starts shaking a little bit <laughs> and then he calms down and he says, you don't know the half of it, sister. <laughs> Rasputin turns around and lights a cigarette. I bet the queen killed his parents. I say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kid, I never thought you would be the smartest one of the group, but... I got hella wisdom, son. Fuck you. You obviously don't, because you can't see that shit. <laughs> Willie. You know, she didn't burn up my kingdom. Actually, I came to find out that my kingdom was one of the luckier ones. You see, she just sent little enchanted pieces of paper laced with a spell to my kingdom caused all of our citizens to enter a trance and just load up onto these mysterious boats that showed up a few days later. I came to this city to try to find them, find out what had happened to them, and once I got here, I realized what was happening. On the boat ride over, I saw countless cities that I'd visited with my parents before. Cities from all over the globe. They were all floating towards this one place, and it's where I followed the boats. 
It's what's now the center of Pathurntica. Ha. Huh. Rasputin puts out his cigarette, looks up at you and says, this isn't a city. This is her horde. Mm. Ah. That seems like a fair take, but like, why are you trying to like fuck her and steal power and still be this like weird- He's trying to fuck her over. Feels like an ego thing, dude. I'm not looking to just rule things. You just gotta be in charge of something if you're gonna shut it down. So Rasputin, let me get this straight. You fucking kill my mom. You kill the Dawn. Tried to have us killed a number of times. Fuck up Toby and kill a bunch of frog babies. It's uh, not only unethical, but also unforgivable. I uh, I could see that you think that you're justified, but uh, you've become a bigger monster than I think you can see. And frankly, I don't think you understand what kind of monsters we are. Have you met the new Parmesan? Rasputin looks up at you with sort of a dark look in his eyes and says, I know the kind of monster I've become because this is the only monster that can defeat her. Scotch Hops starts a slow clap from the mouth of the rat hole. (laughs) Well, Rasputin, thank you for revealing your plan. It's an excellent plan, and I understand every step of it. I totally know what you're trying to do, but there's a hole in your plan. Do you know what it is? What? It's this hole, and then I switchblade. All right. I'm standing in the mouth of the hole. Yeah. So you switchblade with Rasputin. No clips into the wall. (laughs) He's an Oblivion character. Jesus fucking Christ. And what you see, Scotch is everything sort of skips around for a minute and then you're in a dark void. Yeah. And way in the distance, you can hear a woman crying. Oh, God. And as you sort of turn and look around, you see they're out there sort of just floating in the darkness. What the fuck? There's an old man wearing a crown. He's on the ground. He looks withered. Dead? No, no, that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> and there's an older woman sitting over him, weeping uncontrollably. And then after a moment, you see a piercing red pair of eyes in the darkness and flames engulf you as you're snapped back right to where you were at the mouth of the little rat hole. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Fuck, that didn't work. Sorry, gang, I thought I had it. I thought I had it all under control. That's my bad. I really tried to keep you all out of this. That was your first mistake. You seemed like good folk, but uh, every time I sent someone to try to just get you to get out of here, stay away, you just wouldn't listen. Well, I guess I gotta do this now. Rasputin, before you go, I don't know, I feel like we've just at least built a lot of, some kind of relationship between all of us. Can I have a hug? You can hug the floor, buddy. (laughs) Rasputin swoops his hand down, and you all end up pressed face flat against the ground. Glad I got out of the fucking bars. Ah, not fucking cool, Rasputin. You're gonna pay. You know what I'm gonna do? Just for old time's sake, I'm gonna go get some popcorn. Fuck yeah. That sound good? Yeah, it sounds good. Let's do some popcorn. (laughs) Uh, Oh, oh, well, uh, we're gonna need a little salt here. I'll just get this going before I go. I'll be back in uh, a couple weeks or something with that popcorn. All right, see you later. See, Rasputin's not that bad. And Rasputin reaches into the chest and pulls out Garrett's picnic basket. He tips it over, leaving it sideways at the top of the stairs, 
and salt begins to pour down the stairs at just an insane rate and is slowly filling the room. Are we still pressed against the ground? For a while, you were still pressed against the ground, but right about the time that salt starts kind of piling up on your face, the spell ends and you are released. Garrett wild shapes back into a rat, scurries out of the jail bars and up the flow of salt turning back into himself to flip that thing closed so as a rat you scurry up this salt and then as you go to flip it closed the lid don't move and the basket don't move either he got that super glue after a moment you realize that he got that super glue and that your basket is affixed in place god damn it well, we've got to destroy this fucking basket. Um, I can get out of the thing, right? Got to give me an athletics check to try to squeeze through his little willy. I got an 11 athletics. Can someone give me an assist action? Can someone try to push me through? Yeah, I'll give you a help action with it. Push my booty. I got a 19. Yeah, you are able to squeeze through with Gotcha pushing on your, your little booty. I'm going to run up the stairs and cast... Mm, Chubby-legged little elephant baby doll. Sounds like <laughs> might have some trouble getting up some salt. <laughs> Garrett Vine whips him up. Oh, I love it. Oh, nice. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to cast... Stone shape uh, to make like a dome over the basket. Does that sound like it works? You encase it in stone and that does seem to work. But you start hearing some sounds from in there. Kind of cracky-ish sounds. We just got to get our shit and get out of here. Let me make my acrobatics check to get out of here. Uh, that is a 10. Garrett is going to cast Polymorph and turn Gotcha into a rat. Perfect. So Gotcha rat scurries up. And I dismiss Polymorph, and you turn back into yourself. And Scotch, just little Gus, slips through the bars and then turns back into Scotch and climbs on the wall to avoid the salt. All right, let's gear up and get out. Okay, stone shape to move around the door. The party gears up. You escape the salt room and get to the other side of the wall just as you hear an explosion, some rubble falling, and more salt pouring out. Shit, well, that brick's gone, so this whole chamber's going to be nothing but salt. Um, Leo, did he put my super glue back? Do I have my super glue? You do not have your super glue. Fuck! In the next room, you find yourself at a long hallway. There's many cells on either side, but none of them are occupied. At the end, you see there are a couple of guards. They see you walk up, and they seem a little confused. They're like, oh, oh was somebody down here? Or Jail inspection? Uh, it's actually pretty fucked down there. If you could do something about the salt situation, that would be great. Uh, otherwise, we're going to have to give you a C rating. Um which is going to dock your pay. Your cups are fucking expired like so hard too. <laughs> uh, I'm going to walk up writing a citation on my brother M numbers <laughs> typewriter to hand them. I was going to give you disadvantage because you're walking out of a prison cell trying to tell these guards you're doing an inspection. But yeah, that citation, that was pretty good. So uh, you can do it normally. Give me that deception, Garrett. Can I make the persuasion? No, nope, Garrett's got to do deception. Okay. Because he lies all the time. He does. Garrett... Yeah, okay, so... <laughs> God damn it, Garrett. No, I mean, the thing is, I rolled good. I don't have any... It's plus zero, but I got a 16. As you're getting a little closer, they're like, oh, oh shit, that's the, the ones. The, they're wanted. Dead or alive. Let's get them. I'm going to activate my form of dread and draw my rapier. Roll initiative. I got a 16. 13. 13. 6. They rolled really bad, so y'all go ahead. Scotch. Before we all get entangled with each other, I'm going to go ahead and cast a fireball on these guys. So they get a dexterity save. They both fail. Cool. 29 damage. So both of them 
die immediately. You just fireball the shit out of him. <laughs> shit, Scotch. That was intense. I was just going to, like, wall of stone trap him back here, but... With all the salt? That's kind of cruel. Uh, Sh- should I have not have killed those guys? I feel like I maybe misread the situation. <laughs> As they fall down, a portal opens, and the guard that you saw before comes through. The one with the red eyes and the spooky armor. God damn. And he stands at the doorway and points back towards the salt room with his sword. Garrett just says, all right, man, I'm not trying to kill you. I just need you to fucking stand down. And he casts hold person. Uh, so he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. He passes. All right, dude, just uh, settle down. And at the end of Garrett's turn, this scary guard is going to use a legendary action. Jesus Christ. Uh, God damn it. So he's going to try to frighten Garrett. So you must succeed on a DC 16 wisdom saving throw. I rolled a seven. I have a plus eight. I got a 15 total. Okay, so you are frightened until the end of his next turn. All right, I, I take it back, guys. This guy's scaring the absolute shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we got to do something about him. No, we fucking got this. I'm going to use my insightful fighting. I got a natural one on my insight roll. And he got higher than that. Fun. Yeah, I'm going to run up on this guy and just fucking stab him. You're not that fucking spooky. That is a 17 to hit. That's a miss. Well, you're slippery, but you're not spooky. Fuck you. Can I do a perception check to see if there's like a clear way out or a good way out? Uh, There's the door behind him. You might incur an attack, but you could get past him. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to cast heat metal. Uh, I'm going to do it on his sword to see if I can make him drop his weapon. Okay, and he drops it. 10 damage. So it comes back around to him. And at the beginning of his turn, you see that his hands are all burnt up and bleeding a little bit from the sword and it all just sort of heals very quickly like wolverine or something (laughs) just all goes back to normal he leans down picks the flaming sword back up and he's going to attack gotcha he got a oof a 31 to hit what the fuck well that hits it has disadvantage because he picked it back up okay so that's just a 27 well that's that still hits he deals 71 damage. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Excuse me? And he's going to make his second weapon attack. Mm. Uh, he got a 15 this time. Well, thank God I'm not fucking dead because he missed that. And I have two health left. Uh, I'm just going to run up and slap him with my sword and then try to get away. I'll take the opportunity attack for the team. So I'm going to run up to him and hit him with my best friend. Let's do this, Scotch, yes. I've, I've been thirsting for blood so much. Scotch, I'm so excited. I know, buddy, and with you by my side, there's no way we can lose. And then I got an 11 on my attack roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks. And then I'm like, fuck, okay, uh, I'm gonna just get out of here. Yeah, let's, let's get out of here, I'm super embarrassed. <laughs> does he take the opportunity attack? He does, gets a 24 to hit. That hits the shit out of me. That hits the crit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) And deals 63 damage. Cool. Garrett conjures the tiger and hops on its back and fucking bounds out of there and tries to scoop up any of his friends he can on the way. Oh, yeah. Willie's going to accept that scooping. Lil Willie. Gotcha's just going to double dash with cunning action and be out of there faster than the tiger. Fuck! I'm dying! So all of you dash down the hallway. For a while, you're running down a hall, and this spooky guard is hot on your heels, and eventually, you see a light up ahead. When you get there, you see that it appears to be a balcony overlooking the ocean, on the lower side of a massive cliffside citadel. Ooh, 
You don't recognize any of your surroundings. You're now trapped on this small balcony, and the guard is closing in. Everybody loves Romano! Hi! Parmesan! And as you scream Parmesan, you see up in the sky, right above you, a very bright light. And you hear just such a loud voice yelling, Two spaghetti and beyond! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you like or subscribe on whatever podcatcher you found us on. You can find us on Twitter at Take a Crit and Facebook by the same name. Don't forget to tell all your friends. If you share a link to our episodes on Facebook or Twitter with the hashtag Take a Crit, we'll shout you out here at the end of the episode. That's people like our good friends, Courtney Moses, Andy from Notable Nostalgia. What's up, Andy? Carol Hartzog. Hi, Mom. And John Chafin. You can find John on TikTok at Drunks Batman. He's the TikTok. You gotta be taking that and talking, too. This show is produced entirely by the cast. Leo's our lead editor, sound effect engineer, and cover art designer. I, Joey, composed the score and mixed the final cut. Noah Swanson wrote our intro and outro theme. We are part of the Big Door Prize podcast network. Check out the other shows like Notable Nostalgia and Dungeons and Decades. Episodes will now be coming out every other Tuesday, so check back February 8th for episode 27. See you next time. And welcome back to the annual Blursty Christmas Ping Pongathon, brought to you by Blursty. Salt and slime will quench your thirst every time. And as always, we are legally obligated to tell you that Blursty cannot possibly quench your thirst and actively dehydrates the body. <laughs> so true, Bobby. That's right, Min Max. We didn't introduce ourselves. Nope. That's what you were waiting for. I was waiting for the introduction. I was just staring at you with nothing behind my eyes. <laughs> anyway, I'm Min Max Michael. And I'm Bobby Big Crits. You want to try to take it from the top? We'll just take it from the top. Okay. And welcome back to the annual Blursty Christmas Ping Pongathon, brought to you by Blursty. Salt and slime will quench your thirst every time. And as always, I'm. I forgot my name. Min Max Michael. I'm Min Max Michael. <laughs> Hootie hoo. <laughs> And welcome back to the annual Blursty Christmas Ping Pongathon. Salt and slime. Oh, I fucked it up already. Baby boop beep boop 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 beep boop boop beep ba. Speaking of no rules. <laughs> Total fluke. Let's not even look at the stage. Doesn't matter because we. Oh, why has the crowd gotten so loud all of a sudden? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, big crits, I couldn't be happier to tell you the truth. The truth. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to go home and screw the brains out of your ex-wife. I don't want that to be in there. <laughs> I am so happy we decided to redo this. Because <laughs> to be honest, we don't know sports enough to be sportscasters. How many sports balls have you watched in your life? I don't think I've ever watched one. Like, not nothing start to finish for damn sure. <sighs> she says you're never going to see the kids again. I don't want to see the kids. <laughs> They're doing great. They act just like her and I hate them for it.
<laughs> They're super well adjusted. <laughs> okay, this is it. We did it. Yep. Smash. Welcome to Take a Crit, the real play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast, the passion project of five childhood pals and playing this game for countless hours over the past two decades. I'm Joey Swanson. I play Garrett Sunderwood. More on him later. We start out each of these episodes with a question to the adventurers from our dungeon master. You, de- you delivering it so cool or so hot this time, Leo? How is this question coming? I'm going to try that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> yep, yeah. keeping it there. Uh, moving uh, on, moving forward. Start a question for Dungeon Master. And, uh, <laughs> Have you ever been arrested? Prior to the podcast. Yeah. Or no, just, no. that hasn't been heard on the podcast. This is <laughs> yeah, prior to the podcast. You know, we're, it's, to clarify, Sam, we're asking about the characters, not you. No, yeah, I know. But the work. characters prior to nobody on. has to know about your dark past. Good. I'm. I'm. Uh, I had the rhyme. I'm trying to remember it. Uh, He's got a brand new collar that makes the ladies holler. <laughs> That's great. That's pretty. I fun. love it. He's got a brand new collar that makes all the ladies holler. (laughs) What an excellent rhyme, Leo. (laughs) Thank you, Austin. You know I always put these in bits. Uh Uh-huh. Killing it. Honestly, that would probably Um, be a good laugh for just having at the end of whichever one. Yeah, I'll steal your laugh and your joke, Austin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so leave it funny. at the end bits to leave all this there. <laughs> Piece of shit. It's gotta be a shit pun. It doesn't have to be a shit pun. We do shit puns a lot. It doesn't have to be a shit pun every time. <laughs> yes, it does. It really doesn't. Every time it's not, I'm mad. Every time it is for the tenth time in a row, I'm like, we're better than this. No, we're not. And one of the guards is running in just to fucking punt you like a free throw kick. <laughs> Uh, a field goal <laughs> kick. Uh, I bet an, you can't. Free throw kick. <laughs> free throw kick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we do sports. You know how they do the free throw kicks in soccer ball? And then they go, hole in one. <laughs> God damn. You felt to take that callus off. <laughs> yeah. You, you've, like, you know that weird little, like, Y'all ever seen the infomercials for that thing that's like a little uh, cheese grater for your feet? Yeah, the pet egg. Yeah. I had a yeah, pet yeah. egg. Yeah, it's yeah. like it, it's like it, it did you one of those. <laughs> and salt begins to pour down the stairs at just an insane rate and is slowly filling the room. Alternate take, Leo. Can you make it popcorn? No, that's easy to breathe through. Yeah, I just thought it would be a good callback. Oh, here's what we can do. Uh, you, you know what I'm going to do, just for old time's sake? I, I'm going to go get some popcorn. See, your aspartame's not that bad. Good callback, Joey. We'll put that at the end bits. Okay. I did it. <laughs> I did it, everyone. 